0: This team makes me drink. Club dub. Dolphins back. Six and three. 35-32. Over the Chicago Bears. You are locked on Dolphins. Your daily Miami Dolphins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Round of applause for your Miami Dolphins! Another gritty, tightly knit, hard-fought victory. Welcome to Victory Monday. I'm Kyle Krabs, locked on Dolphins, your team every day. Lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, co-founder of DraftNetwork.com. Today's episode of Locked On Dolphins is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 extra money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match, up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. Your Miami Dolphins are back in club dub for the sixth time in nine games this season, the second time since 2001. That the Dolphins sit at six and three. And there are a lot of questions coming out of this game from Dolphins fans. Want to thank you guys for making a like on Dolphins, your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day. We are running this thing right on the heels of Miami emerging with a 35 32 victory over the Bears. And there's some questions defensively, there's some questions on special teams, there's some questions on offense. You can look across the full spectrum of the team. And you can look at the missed pressures and opportunities to create negative plays. You can look at the, I'm going to use air quotes here, defensive holding on Xavier Howard on what would have been his first interception of the season, but brought back on, quote unquote, offsetting penalties. And the Bears would go down and score a touchdown to keep nipping at the Dolphins' heels. You can look at Jason Sanders missing a layup amongst layups of field goals that left this game very much in doubt down to the final defensive possession. You can look at Tua Tonga-Valoa missing Durham Smythe in the red zone on a fourth down attempt, and then coming up short, for Jalen Waddell on another fourth down attempt for what would have and could have been a touchdown. Those are hard pills to swallow, and yet here we are, the Dolphins nevertheless persevering. Their defense finding their spine when they needed it most, bowing their backs down the stretch against the Bears and getting a stop. Was it pass interference on Keon Crossin? on the Bears' final offensive possession? Maybe. But maybe it also wasn't. Defensive holding on Xavier Howard on a defensive penalty that offset what would have been a turnover and set the Dolphins up in position to to score some points. They would have started their possession in Bears' territory. Law of averages coming into play here as far as breaks and wins and losses. And here's what I'll say. I think a lot of casual fans came into this game across the NFL and their expectations were Miami's five and three, the bears are three and five. Uh, They're not supposed to be good. Justin Fields quote unquote stank his rookie year. He quote unquote stank the first month of the year. Justin Fields is a special talent. And you saw it today. Justin Fields set a record for the most rushing yards for a quarterback in a regular, in a game period in NFL history 178 rushing yards on 15 attempts. So when you look at this box score and we understand Justin Fields on 23 on, on 28 pass attempts had 123 yards. I'll I'll do it here with y'all so y'all can experience it with me cuz I'm not a math guy. What is 123 divided by 28? Okay, so Justin Fields averaged 4.39 yards per attempt in the passing game. The Bears rushed for 252 yards. Justin Fields had 178 of it on 15 carries. The vast majority of those were non-called QB scrambles in which a special athlete, he ran an electronic 4-4-4 time at his pro day at like 235 pounds. He's a special player at the quarterback position. and We are seeing his emergence through the last three games. Let's not forget. They scored 29 points on the Dallas Cowboys and 33 points on the New England Patriots on Monday Night Football. That's the last two weeks. They were averaging right around 32 points per game with the Dolphins coming into this game. What's scary is you think about what Chicago could look like if they get some weapons in the passing game, they get some better pass protection. But I thought the Dolphins did a nice job on, on cooking up the offensive line. In traditional structured runs, the Dolphins had success. 252 rushing on 40 attempts, but Justin Fields had 178 of it. So here, we'll go again. What is 252 minus 178? I don't think she got any of that. Old Siri. It's oh. 74. 74. Okay. So 15 carries, they had 40 total, so 25. What is 74 divided by 25. Hmm. 2.96 yards per carry, less than three yards per carry on naturally structured traditional runs and four point less than 4.4 yards per attempt on 28 pass attempts. People are going to look at this game. They say, wow, the Dolphins gave up 32 points. Wow. Bradley Chubb and Jalen Phillips couldn't get the job done. They couldn't get him down. Melvin Ingram had your only sack of the game. I get it. I get the skepticism. I get the angst. I, Um, my, I, I have, this is my third bourbon of the evening. My heart rate is still 150. I'm just as stressed as y'all are, especially when the dolphins were up 10 points and you thought for sure. One more score. will put this thing away. Nope. Didn't happen. Then then they give up a touchdown, cut it to three points. Okay. The dolphins will surely go down. They move the ball freely. It will throughout the entirety of the game. They'll put this thing away, right? Nope. They didn't. They turned it over. And, uh, the bears, had a chance in the final two minutes. They got near midfield before uh, the defense made a couple plays. And we can argue the merits of the Keon Cross and play, sure. But at the end of the day, it's a win in the wing column. And whether they're pretty or ugly, they all count. Now, is it the most satisfying? No. Is it the most dominant? No. But 35 32. You still scored more points than your opponent at the end of the game. I'll drink to that. And let's look at the next two games on the schedule. Just the next two games on the schedule. Never mind San Francisco. Never mind the Chargers. Never mind the Bills. Never mind the Packers. Never mind the Patriots. Never mind the Jets. Just the next two games. You think Jacoby Brissett's going to tag the Dolphins? For 178 rushing yards, for 15 carries at the quarterback position. You think Davis Mills is going to do? Nobody has done what Justin Fields do, did against the Dolphins as far as running the ball as a quarterback. And you tip your cap, but you got to understand this is a team that had nothing to lose. They played like it, they played loose. There's a lot of good to be had here. And we're going to talk about the good too. But I wanted to acknowledge the um the frustrations first because i know it's what's on a lot of dolphins fans minds as we come out of this game is man that was a near miss yes it was you're going to get teams best on every game and yet here we are the dolphins at Tungvaloa, 21 of 30 for 302 and three touchdowns. Couple missed opportunities. He kept a couple balls short. He short on the ball to Durham Smythe in the red zone. He left the ball short, throwing off his back foot in a pressure situation in Jalen Waddle, which would have been like a big-time touchdown. Hill and Waddle combined for 12 receptions for 228 yards and two touchdowns. Tyreek Hill, Fastest player in NFL history, over 1,000 1, thousand yards. Life's not all bad. And there were some big-time plays from players in all phases throughout the, the course of this game that I want to make sure that we give our flowers to here on this Victory Monday. i got to tell you about prize picks first, though. Prize picks is daily fantasy done right. You pick two to five players. And if they go more or less than their prize picture projection, you can win up to 10 extra money on any entry. There's no competing against other people. It's you versus the projections available in-house from prize picks. They have projections for just about any sport that you can possibly imagine. And entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy with safe and fast withdrawals and currently operational in over 30 States in Canada. It's not a lot of excuses not to get in on the action on prize picks. So hypothetically, if you wanted to say, I'm going to take Tua Tagovailoa to go over 255 and a half yards passing. I'm going to go Tyreek Hill to go over 89 and a half receiving yards. I'm going to go Jalen Waddle over 78 and a half receiving yards. And I'm going to go uh, Raheem Mostert to go over a half a rushing touchdown. You'd have yourself a pretty nice parlay there. Download the prize picks app. Go to prizepicks.com, sign up, and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% deposit match up to $100 using promo code LOCKEDON. So if you put a hundo in, they're going to give you another 100. You put 50 in, they're going to give you 50. Don't forget, that's promo code LOCKEDON at sign-up or instant deposit match up to $100. So let's talk all three faces. We've already acknowledged Jason Sanders missed 29-yard field goal. Bro, we sure how much money? How much are the Dolphins paying beyond 50? Is one thing, but you know, we should have known that it was going to be cursed when the broadcast put up the statistics that the Dolphins score have scored points on 50 consecutive goal to go situations 40 touchdowns and 10 field goals. Of course, (laughs) of course, they put that statistic up, and Sanders misses the kick. Was it the turf? I don't know, I don't care. You cannot miss a 29-yard field goal in the NFL unless it's blocked. You as a kicker, you have every obligation on a chip shot to not miss that kick. And down the stretch for the Dolphins, it almost bit you. It almost bit you. But it didn't. Defense stood up in the the final moments. Uh, Flowers for three players on special teams. Thomas Morstead had one punt. 51 yards, he drilled a beauty. Coverage did a great job getting down in a critical juncture of the game. And then Jalen Phillips and Andrew Van Ginkle. Phillips blocking a punt that Van Ginkle would return 25 yards. That is the longest punt return for a touchdown in franchise history. Dolphins won by three. You do the math on how important that individual play was within the structure of the game in its entirety. And it really flipped this script in a way that kind of put the Bears behind the eight ball for the majority of the game. And they, the Bears did a pretty good job of staying true to their script, of being committed to uh, not getting too far away from the things that they do well that would have allowed the Dolphins to really attack them. But that block punt, sure enough, put the Dolphins up 21-10 to in the first half. Then they would go down and score a touchdown, and Miami would go 64 yards and eight plays in less than two minutes and miss a field goal with less than 10 seconds left. Uh, we got to talk about uh, clock management and situational football here as well. There are some critiques here that if the Dolphins don't get some of this stuff cleaned up, it's going to bite you against a better football team you cannot, you cannot, I will repeat, you cannot run a play with a minute left, get a third down conversion to get set up in the red zone, run a play, make sure I get my sequence right here, we had the third and six, Tyreek Hill passed deep right to Tyreek Hill for 39 yards. Run with 52 seconds left for no gain. The Dolphins proceed to run 27 seconds off the clock with two timeouts and then get flagged for too many men in the huddle and then have to burn a timeout while still taking the five-yard penalty to avoid a 10-second runoff. What the hell are we doing? Respectfully, I don't know who is in charge, of situational football and communications in your, your middle eight and your two-minute offense. But it has generally been bad all year. And one of these times, it is going to bite you. And the Dolphs ran a play on first and 10 with 52 seconds left at the Chicago 18 and had two timeouts and ran two plays. Beyond that point, two plays and then missed a field goal. And has slipped on the turf on the fourth down throw that he completed to Waddle for 12 yards, in which he didn't slip. Jalen might have got the first down. And you definitely, if you didn't putz around and burn 27 seconds, you definitely would have had more time on the clock to run more plays or make a decision on whether or not you wanted to go for it because you walked away with zero points anyway. <sighs> It's bad situational football, and the Dolphins are fortunate that you look at the missed field goal, the clock management at the end of the half, the no call that did exist with Keon Cross, and you are fortunate to walk out of this game six and three, but it's your second consecutive row game. You've now won three in a row. You faced a lot of adversity. You played an elite athlete who made some really special things happen. You're six and three. That's all that matters. And now it's time to regroup and get ready for the Cleveland Browns at home next weekend. So we talked about special teams. The three players involved need flowers. Thomas Morstead, surprise, surprise. Jalen Phillips, Andrew Van Giggle. Block punt. Touchdown. Offensively, We could bemoan the couple of missed throws from Tua. We should bemoan the couple of missed throws from Tua because it was the difference in winning by three points and needing a defensive stand and potentially winning by 17 points. But he largely played a really good football game. How about Jeff Wilson? Nine carries, 51 yards, long of 28. He had a receiving touchdown in his first game as a member of the team. This receiving super duo of Hill and Waddle combining for almost 230 yards of offense and two receiving touchdowns. How about Robert Jones stepping in in his first start of the year for the Dolphins and giving you some really good flashes of play, including a pull on the goal line run by Mostert to score the first touchdown. It was a lot of good. There's a lot of good offensively. I mean, you you just look at the the team statistics. The Dolphins had 21 first downs on 53 plays. They averaged 7.2 yards per play, 10.1 yards per attempt. And it did dive down to 3.3 yards per rush. That was negated in large part due to the kneel downs at the end of the game let me make sure i have my numbers right here uh, the dolphins kneeled down 3 times for minus 4 yards so you were over 4 yards per carry am i surprised they did get a little bit more traction going on the ground yeah but there's some really some really nice opportunities against chicago But again, I I think it's just going to be a part of this offense that you're never really settled in on with consistency because you don't have the horses on the edge of the line of scrimmage. You don't have the tight ends to block and win blocks. And that is what it is. The Dolphins finished. They had nine possessions, 53 plays, 379 yards of offense and 35 points after scoring 31 points last weekend against Detroit, which was their second win of this winning streak. So the offense has definitely come alive. And we'll look at Cleveland this upcoming week, and we'll look at the Texans coming out of the bye. But listen, ugly wins are wins too. And you will not catch me complaining about anything on a script in which you faced a player who, granted, you, you helped them. <laughs> Get there with Justin Fields. A historic performance from Justin Fields as far as rushing as a quarterback goes. But you took care of business and you won the game. And and look, we, we also deserve some acknowledgement for a couple of deep throws that Tua Tagovailoa made that drew pass interference calls down the stretch. The Bears were penalized four times for 92 yards. The vast majority of those yardages came on two pass interference plays that set the Dolphins up for success down the stretch. 32-yard pass interference call on Kendall Vildor on the first possession of the game. The pass interference call that the Dolphins turned the ball over on downs with Durham Smythe, fourth and one, halfway through the fourth quarter from the Bears' 14, with the Dolphins up at the time 35-32, to 47-yard DPI penalty on Eddie Jackson. So a couple of deep shots might not have connected. We might look back on the throws and lament the ones that we didn't make. But at the same time, I mean, you got about 80 yards of penalties in field possession right there on those two penalties. Uh, I thought those balls were better thrown balls from Tua. Again, it's is it on time or is it not on time? Let's talk about the defense. But before we do, our friends over at Bet Online, your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season, find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, in depth analysis on every game. As always, Bet Online remains your major continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up to the minute scores on every sport. It is the fastest and easiest way to check favorite events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today, your usual mobile device to learn more. Bet Online game starts defensively for the Dolphins. We saw a lot of Bradley Chubb. I'm sure the box score scouters will have plenty of complaints that Bradley Chubb had one tackle and nothing else, but uh, the Dolphins uh, should be very happy with the early flashes from a player who was acquired on Tuesday. Very disruptive player had a lot of flashes had a lot of pressures. The touchdown pass on the fade from the slot to Darnell Mooney over top of Savian Howard. Um, a lot of quarterbacks don't hit that throw because Bradley Chubb was right in your face. And if you hold the ball any longer than what Justin Fields did, it's a sack. I thought there were a couple of plays where the Dolphins pass rush probably could have drawn more defensive or offensive holding calls against the Bears offensive line than what they did, but they didn't call. Okay, they didn't call. So if they're not going to call those and you're going to get the the non-call at the end of the game, we'll call it even and we'll move on and we'll say we'll take the win. Thanks. We're going to enjoy our stay at Club Dub. Thank goodness that they're serving beverages here in Club Dub to help keep us sane. Um, Cater Kohu, respect the effort that he put forward again. Man, he he is a really hard-nosed player. He's a really tough dude. Uh, Javon Holland, Jalen Phillips, I thought those guys really showcased their range throughout the course of this game. Duke Riley uh, made a key play uh, showcasing his range as well, getting outside on Justin Fields. So th- there was um, a lot of hustle plays from the Dolphins, and, and hustle only moves the needle so much, right? Yeah, I mean, at some point you got to have success. But again, the, instru- the Dolphins did a phenomenal job with the in-structure stuff against the Chicago Bears. A phenomenal job. You got a lot of ego in your face for the outside of structure stuff. An elite athlete at the quarterback position making plays, but regardless, the Dolphins have to develop a better contained pass rush plan against dynamic players. I mean, you had Tyreek Hill and... Another player, I don't remember who it is, and I don't want to misattribute it to somebody off the top of my head, but in the post game, say, man, we had uh, – it was Jalen Phillips. It was like, yeah, Justin Fields is special. Tyreek Hill said, I had no idea Tyre, uh, Justin Fields was that fast. Yeah, man, he ran a four 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 electronic 40 time at over 230 pounds at his pro day. He's a special cat. You can't be surprised by that. You can't be caught off guard by that. But yet the Dolphins work. Now, they made the plays down the stretch. They, they bowed their back in the right moments of the game to make sure that we could survive and, and enjoy yet another week at Club Dumb. Well, the, the, the Dolphins, the final two possessions for the Bears. The Bears took over on downs from the Dolphins, down three points. The Dolphins forced a punt. Kater Kohu, Melvin Ingram, Noig Benogany, Elena Roberts making plays in that drive and possession. Then the Dolphins punt, they go three plays, lose a yard. Tua misses the throw downfield against a pressure situation, a waddle, and what would have been a game ceiling touchdown with two minutes and fifty-five seconds left. And then the Bears go six plays, 14 yards, and you have Duke Riley showcasing excellent effort to create a third and ten. And then the play by Keon Crossan and, and um Javon Holland down the field on the 3rd and 10 from the 42. I would love nothing more, and I'm sure all of you too, than a non-stressful Sunday. But I respect the hell out of this team for making plays in big moments and not allowing the moment to be too big for them week after week after week. Just review the wins. Just review the wins. 20-7 20 to 7 over the Patriots week one. Okay, home opener, 13 point dub. We're up big at halftime. 4238 over Baltimore. So you might need a reminder how that we how we got to that situation for that game? Down 21 in the fourth quarter. The Bills 21-19. Stop on fourth down in the red zone. The butt punt. Running out of time. The Bills running out of time. Steelers, 16-10, two interceptions in the final five minutes by the defense. The Lions, 31-27, couldn't stop a nosebleed in the first half. Boeing fourth down stop in the final minutes to create a turnover on downs to take over and milk the clock. Three-point win over the Bears, two stops defensively on your final two possessions, uh, forcing a punt and a turnover on downs. Gutty gritty wins, and they will be better for it in the long run. But there are a lot of things that you have to get better at before you play this stretch run of at 49ers, at Chargers, at Bills, home against the Packers, although the Packers are not looking good. And then you're at Patriots, home against the Jets. Those final six games, there's a lot of situational stuff you got to be better at. You got to be better with your contained rush plan, you got to tackle better in space you got to handle and manage the clock better. I had, a, I had a personal friend text me and say, hey, man, we might be frauds. Depends on what your expectations are. Are you expecting the Dolphins to win the Super Bowl this year? I'm not going to take it off the table. You get a ticket to the playoffs and you're playing hot and you you make the dance and, and you're hot at the right time, never say never, right? I mean, look at the two four seeds in the playoffs who, who went to the Super Bowl last year. But you're 6-3, and three and you are what your record says that you are, and that this is a team that has a ton of resolve. They have a ton of playmakers. They have a, a lot of elite talent in key spots. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, Bradley Chubb, Javon Holland, Teron Armstead, Zavian Howard. I mean, a lot of elite talent. And then you guys got guys like Tua who are playing out of their mind good right now. Let's see if I get the final stats on Tua. I don't, I don't have them. Just short of 2,000 yards, 15 touchdowns, three interceptions for Tua Tungvaloa. And you could say all that you want about the couple of missed opportunities. This was not his best effort in those clutch moments. But you usually know in crunch time, that's when two has usually been in his best for this Dolphins team. So let's take this in stride. You're six and three. Ain't nobody, should, nobody should have anything to complain about. And especially, too, I think defensively, you got to figure out how to play without Brandon Jones. And I think Brandon Jones would have been a really critical piece of the puzzle for this game in particular against Justin Fields. They missed him. In the same way that you look back at the Vikings game and the Jets game and you appreciate what Tua Tungvaloa brings to the table, I'm going to look at this game and I'm going to appreciate what Brandon Jones brings to the table. We got one more before the bye. Cleveland Browns at home. Can you win? Can you go 1-0 next week? Because if you do, you are going to be positioned in an incredibly strong spot coming out of the bye week when you will be, Looking at 7-3 and with a win against the Browns. We're going to give all all that we have this week to try to give the Dolphins the edge that they need to get it done. But I hope you guys enjoy your stay here in Club Dub, our second three consecutive week stay in Club Dub. Now, if you don't mind me, I'm going to go step outside and light up this Chicago Bears pack and enjoy my evening. Fins up. Keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. Six and three. So enjoy the win. Talk with you all again tomorrow after I talk through the coaches tape and grind the tape.